and we are going live. Checking connection, and we are on. Good afternoon, everyone. How are you on this lovely Tuesday? It's beautiful outside here in Southern California, and thank you so much for joining me. And for those of you on YouTube, yes, I'm on YouTube under BC Moto. Thank you for allowing me to use this opportunity as an archiving moment. And also, this is all being recorded via your popular podcast networks. So whether you're on Anchor, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, you name it, type in BC Moto, and there I am. And you can listen to me whether you're walking the dog, using the loo, working out, taking a shower, relaxing, so much. Oh, Palm Springs in the house, courtesy of Benny Boy S2K. Hello, I'm Ads V. Good seeing you as well. FRR90 CRX, greetings. Hello, Stewie BZ. Greetings, A Farado S. Thank you so much for joining me on the 206th episode. Crazy, right? 206 episodes of the BC Tech Tuesday, where I share everything I know about life, technology, mobility, projects. Just giving back to this wonderful country that's been so good to me. <coughs> I should get water, because last week I didn't have water. I should have done it this week, but I'm not paying attention properly. I am doing great, JKen5482, here at the Beast Motor Facility, practicing social distancing as much as we can, because it's been really crazy here in Southern California. I don't know how it is in your neck of the woods, but it's been bananas. Uwe Parse, 24, says, my brother, hope all is well. Yes, it is. And hope things are great with you to boot. Tomography, hello. And Mark USB from Germany, good seeing you as well. Looks like my dream wagon van in the back. Well, the wagon is hard to see. The wagon is actually way back in the corner. That's an EG. Let me see if I can turn this around a little bit so you can see. That is an EG Civic right there. See that? It's an EG right there. Um, it's a car that we put together for our friends at Action Clutch. It's a proper sport front wheel drive vehicle, full unibody, and it's gonna be a lot of fun when we're done. And I have a K3V here, a 96 Turbo, have a 914, a Rolls Royce, the twin turbo Cayman. A crazy, if those of you who watch Motor Mythbusters that the team and I were part of, that vehicle in the back I'm pointing at right there, that is the Nissan Leaf that we submerged underwater. So it's here in the house as well. What's poppin'? Weird Science 101 from Canada. Thank you for joining us from the Great White of North. South Africa is in the house, courtesy of Joe Batty Silva. Thank you so much for joining, Joe. Appreciate you. 206 in the house, woot woot. FRR 90 CRX says, Happy New Year to you as well, Cold Status. And we're speaking about, speaking about Wagon, Cold Status is Chris. He is a upper executive, an upper executive, executive at Canon. And this gentleman is really a good friend, a great enthusiast, someone who's been a Beast Motor advocate for years. And the Beast Motor Wagon Fan Part 2 was his creation. We were sitting down in his office and he said, Hey, BC, remember the first wagon you built with a single cam 1.6 liter? What if? What if you did a second version, a version 2.0, with a bigger and better engine and something that has more technology, more power, so on and so forth, and since you had adhesion problems with the first project, why not make it all-wheel drive? And I said, you know what? That is the way to do it. That's the thing to do. So that being said, um, I am very, very, very excited about the fact that Chris is a good friend and had that one come to life. And not only did he make it come to life, courtesy of his blessing, he was kind enough to place it in the AM induction booth at SEMA, and people went bananas. So, Chris, I appreciate you. Indeed, brother. Charlotte, North Carolina says hello, courtesy of 1380 Roseboro. Good seeing you. Dale Driven, hello, how are you? Thank you for joining this 206th episode of the Beast Mode Tech Tuesday. Wrench Bandit says, your personality is great, and you're a mad scientist when it comes to almost everything. Thanks for the kind words. I love creating, I love improving. And trust me, <laughs> I have some madness going on in my life right now. It's absolutely bananas, but I'm trying to stay positive. Not even trying, I have to. I have no course of action but to stay positive. Things are happening today even, as we speak in my life personally. But I'm rolling with the punches and looking for green, or not green, but silver linings in every dark cloud. So thank you so much indeed. Happy New Year from the underground, says O2 Type S. Good seeing you, and thank you for joining me today on this Tech Tuesday. Dude, I'm going to stop by soon, says Icebox Customs Lorenzo. Hello, Lorenzo. For those of you who don't know him, this is a hardcore enthusiast as well. This guy can bag a plane. I'm not exaggerating. He can bag an aeroplane. He can take an aeroplane and bag it, you know? 
Um, wearing some old vintage stuff. This is a fat lace thing that we did. It's like a, an RWBEA uh, Speed Hunters in the back. It has like a bunch of BC Moto and RWB stuff. There's BC Moto right there. It's pretty cool. So just an old school throwback with a jacket because it's a little bit cold here in the, in the facility. Motic Ann, hey Beast, I hope all is well. I ordered the intercooler for the, I can't wait to get it on my hands on it. It's so cool. Thank you so much for your order. And guys, I talked about this last week. It's a very unique step design, very efficient. No cutting of your car whatsoever. Even the air intake temp sensor, like the temperature sensor that goes in a bumper that tells you what the ambient air is, fits in like factory, just click, clicks in. So it's so OEM, but way more efficient and you can have tons of power and cooler density intake charge. So thank you so much, Motec N. Appreciate your order indeed. Limited quantity, so get yours while it lasts. Sleeper versus Flash. Good morning to you as well. Good seeing you. I have some fire to show you, says Axibus Customs. Well, I'm not surprised. This guy drives by here with crazy stuff. Tomahawks, Lexus, BMWs, Porsches. He's crazy, crazy, crazy. Bags, bags of plane. I'm telling you, you can do anything. Grateful, all is well, says Uyparse. Yes, so far, so good. I'm so glad to hear that indeed. Good afternoon. Ah, it's Urshel. So much love from all of you guys. I love it. Mr. E.S. has said Wrench Bandit. I miss E.S. has too. I mean, I have my CRX. That thing was dope. I sold it to one of my friends. It should be on the track anytime soon, but I kind of regret selling it. I sold it for so little. But anyway, it belongs on the track. So I love E.S. indeed. Ah, I love E.G.'s, says Uyparse. How much horsepower? That made 700 before. And we don't eclipse that. So it made 700 and it was a very laggy 700. So we're gonna have it with a ton more mid-range, a lot more power and just really, really clean. So the fuel cell came in recently. We're gonna to have to modify that slightly to allow for clearance. We're turning the tires because we wanna put in the front, have a lot of weight bias towards the front because being a front wheel drive, you want to get as much weight as possible to help with adhesion. So that being said, that's what's happening with that. And it should be at your 13, 20 foot track sometime soon. Very good to see you in the new year, says non-existent particulate. Thank you, likewise, as well. DC, baby, in the house, courtesy of Norlabi. Thank you for joining. Good to see you as well, Ray and C. Hopefully, you are staying safe and healthy. Santa Cruz is in the house. Oh, my God, so much love. The K20 DC5. Do you have a K20 DC5? If you do, that's pretty cool. But thank you for joining me on this 206th episode. Long Beast is in the house, courtesy of TP388. Thank you so much. Happy New Year to you as well, Wrench Bandit. Here, social distancing. Um, my good assistant, Lindsay, is pregnant. Expecting a baby any second now. So, Lindsay, if you're out there, please have a safe delivery. We can't wait to meet your new daughter. Can't wait to see that beautiful young lady. So, thank you so much. Maurice Vic86, Happy New Year to you. Wishing you many blessings ahead in 2022. And speaking of blessings, that brings me to this. Guys, this is crazy. This is from Tetsuma. It's a 164 scale model of what's right behind me, the K3V. And it is, guys, I'm blown away to the attention, the detail, and how beautiful this thing is. I mean, guys, look at this. Look at that. It looks just like the real thing. Down to the detail, to the harness inside, the seats, the shifter that has nice pink to it to the KW little thing in the back with the license plate. Just the details are amazing from the tires to the bricks and forged wheels. This is number 0072, which means very, very light, you know, has a very special meaning to me, the birth year. And to be honest with you, this is gonna be available soon. So pay attention to Tetsuma here on Instagram, also on their website as well. Um, it's, it's just absolutely gorgeous. I mean, it's, it's beautiful. These guys are based in Los Angeles. It's a beautiful replica of the K3V. So even though this costs hundreds of thousands of dollars to build, this right here gives you the opportunity to have a piece of that history in a very nice, elegant, two-scale setup. You know, once it's a four-scale, but very accurate, extremely accurate. The paint, the metallic paint, the Andy Blackmore design, the nod to the gauzy Porsche, it's, it's really cool. Look at that. Awesome, right? So I'm very proud to be part of this. That's number 072. So I'm going to have a few on my website very soon. I'll keep you guys abreast of when that will be available. And you can cop it when you can, because it's going to be very limited supply, only a thousand made worldwide. And once it's made, no more. That'll be it. Shouting out from Uptown Harlem, New York City, building a 95 Civic Coupe with a Z6 
single cam turbo, autocross. Nice, have fun, brother. I appreciate that indeed. My pleasure, Chris. BC, the Russell Ending Color looks sweet. Thank you, Andy Social. It's my, mine is right there. It's so awesome. I'm telling you, it is the most efficient intercooler on the market. Everyone tries to expand, make thicker what factory did, right? Make it thicker, which doesn't do much for flow because you need flow to allow for heat exchange, right? Then above and beyond that, some of them, you have to modify your chassis. Who wants to do that? I mean, I'm big about retaining value of the cars. I don't like cutting up cars when I don't have to. Having a stepped intercooler, which is extremely efficient, doesn't allow for any turbulent flow inside. It uses very nice fluid dynamic designs to give you smooth flow and allow you to have good heat exchange and take advantage of sections of the front bumper that is not being used by the factory. So denser mixtures, you can have a lot of fun and a lot of power as well. It's so awesome. Thank you so much. I missed the single cam EF. I followed the build. Thank you, Wrench Bandit. That was a crazy build on Honda Tech. People went crazy to make 726 horsepower from a D16. And my goal was only 600. You guys remember what, how that came about? And for those of you who don't, I'll remind you. So there was a Castro Syntec challenge. It was an engine challenge with different magazines. And every magazine under the source interlink umbrella, um, I guess now you know, it's called the Enthusiast Network, maybe now Motor Trend, but then it was like source interlink. You, know, you remember Turbo Magazine and Sport Compact Car and Super Street and um, Lowrider Magazine. And um, oh, there was another one, uh, European Tuner. There were quite a few, right? Each magazine chose their own individual to build the most powerful engine per displacement, right? So it's a horsepower per displacement setup, and it had to be reliable. They were going to do a torture test on these engines, on the engine dyno. We we're going to oscillate from peak horsepower to peak torque for an hour, nonstop. And whatever engine survived would do well. So Super Street chose me, and I decided to build an F22A naturally aspirated 300 horsepower setup. And I chose that because even though I could build a turbo, doing that oscillation, that kind of crazy from peak horsepower to peak torque, that would have definitely been a huge advantage for an NA setup. While turbo cars could blow up from just heat and just doing that, right? So long story short, AMS built something for someone else. All these other shops there, I think G Dimension. All these shops, there was a, a, a domestic one out here in the 90951 area called, their name is Ace, Ace Engineering. Yeah, they built something. So. Long story short, of course, AMS won. They put a 200, I mean, 2.0 engine that made like 780, I think, 700 horsepower plus, and they won, but we never did the torture test. So I was upset knowing that all these turbo guys are gonna blow up. My nitro aspirated setup was a 2.3 liter, and it made 300 horsepower nitro aspirated, and I was gung-ho. But what's interesting is Cosworth also entered with a VQ engine, and my engine made more horsepower per liter than the Cosworth engine. And I felt really proud because I was just a small shop, just two people there, and built this engine that was bigger than Cosworth, who has this crazy racing history, right? So we go to SEMA to explore the uh, banquet for this competition. And one of the guys from AMS, not the owner, not the owner, no, the owner of AMS is cool, great guy. We did a movie together on Netflix not too long ago. Awesome chap, right? Marvin's awesome. But his, one of his employees came to me and said, hey, BC, why did you take a knife to a gunfight? I'm like, what do you mean? He said, why did you build a natural aspirated setup in a turbo build? You know, when turbo builds could give you an advantage. And I told him, hey, because I know turbos will blow up with a torture test. The torture test is never done, so who cares, right? He said, oh, whatever. You did all motor because that's all you know. I'm like, sir, I tune a bunch of turbo cars. Making power turbos are easier than the natural aspiration. He's like, no, whatever. You did that because that's all you know. And I was pissed. So I went right to Jonathan Wong, who was the editor-in-chief for Super Street at the time. And he's still hanging around, great guy. Uh, I think he's with ID agency now. And I told him, hey, know that little bucket I drive daily? My little bucket wagon? I had a white wagon with pink wheels. Pink wheels just to mess with people because people said it's such a bucket. I'm like, I'll put pink wheels on this. And then my good friend, Mike from uh, uh, High End Autosports, gave me a set of spun wheels that are pink. And I put on it, I didn't care, you know? I like, remember that bucket, my bucket, rust bucket, white wagon? How about I use that? I build a 1.6 liter single cam engine and I make better power than them on a street car, on a car I drive on the street. He said, BC, if you do that, I'll cover it. We'll do a before and after. Well, that two-part article, before and after, turned into a six-part series of this build. I documented a Honda Tech and some other forums and people lost their minds. And I ended up eclipsing that 
with water methanol from AEM and 91 pump octane, got it to north of 700 wheel horsepower. I didn't quite like the little speckles I was getting on my porcelain of my, of my um, uh, spark plugs. So I kind of went with higher octane fuel afterwards. But I did it, documented everything, showed the dynos, showed the run, everything like that. People couldn't believe it. They thought I was lying. There's no way. Fast forward to today, using the same ingredients and a bigger turbo, people are making seven, eight, nine hundred horsepower in single cans, right? So that's how that came to be. Very interesting story, but that came to be because of someone talking ish to me, and the wagon came to live. Now I sold it. I ended up parting it out because we live in LA. Do you know twice I caught people trying to steal it in broad daylight? God, the Southern California Honda scene is crazy. Twice people tried to steal it. I thought they were admiring it, and I went up to them, and they had a Slim Jim trying to steal my car. And I got tired of it, I couldn't enjoy it, so I ended up parting it out. And then, thanks to Chris, a version 2.0 exists. Now all-wheel drive with a K-series engine. So, I know it's a long story, guys, but very exciting. And, you know, it just, it just goes so you never know. To challenge people, you never know what they can do. And yeah, it kind of just threw me into the whole turbo scene. It was my very first turbo setup. And uh, I remember Reggie uh, Wynn from Turbonetics um, is the gentleman who helped with the turbo sizing. It was a 65-65 turbo. Pretty big, a little laggy. So it was a lot of fun, even though it was laggy, being a small displacement. The engine was small, and the turbo was bigger than the engine almost. And when you floor it, like nothing happens. You're like, OK, where is the power? And boom, it kind of hits hard. It's so amazing. Guys, it was a fun car. I loved it. I loved it. Anyway, me and my buddies follow all your contests, says Rens Bandit. Thank you so much for the kind words. Um, Eric's Racing doesn't work on Hondas anymore. Why? I don't know. Maybe he moved. I know he does a lot of Nissan stuff, but that's a better question for Eric. He used to be my nemesis. We used to be bitter enemies on the drag strip. Eric's Racing and I were like this. He would talk crap to me and say, BC, did you qualify number nine in quick eight? I'm like, really? I'm the third qualifier. Come on. And I had a D series, they had a B series, and we were at it each time. It was just great. But now we're friends, we interacted, we're very cordial to each other, but we were mortal enemies back in the day, in the heyday of import drag racing. So, but that's a good question for him. Have a good year as well, Ryan Dude Town. Thank you so much. Appreciate that indeed. BC, please put a car that can beat Hunicorn, please. I should. I am so behind. You know what? You know what I should build? I should probably build an electric one, electric all-wheel drive. Porsche decimate that thing. Maybe I should give the Hoonigan guys a call. That should be pretty interesting. Yep, I think it's time. Anyway, okay, here we go. Uh, let's see here. Damn, they are fast and beautiful. Thanks, BC. My pleasure. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All this great love here. Ryan Dutown, thanks for the love. Awesome diecast. Thank you, Fox Design. Appreciate that, Fox. We have to work together more. You are so creative. Guys, Paul from Fox Design is a genius, extremely creative. You know, I'm creative when it comes to things that are technical, mechanical in nature. This guy, his, his mind goes where most people can't even fathom. And I appreciate his genius. So, Fox Design, we can do some good things together. He's helped me with builds, the wagon, he helped with that. Some nice elements on the center seat that we built for Hot Wheels Mattel. So uh, thank you so much, Paul. I really appreciate you a lot. Hello, West Coast Alex says, what's up, brother? My fellow enthusiast and old school teammate. God, we had fun. You know what I found? I found some pictures from Sacramento, um, Alex, which some are kind of raunchy. I don't know if I should post those, because remember those models? There's really bad ones there. But then we have some very nice ones posing out in Sacramento, Sac Raceway. God, those are the good old times, racing and having fun. That would be my holy grail, BC says, Uyaparse, thank you so much. I appreciate that indeed. What's up, Jeezy Bub? Thank you for joining me this afternoon on this wonderful Tech Tuesday. Jeff Lowe, 75, hello. Thank you so much. So much love. Want to add some power to my 5.0 Coyote? Tell me what to do. Easy, King 05. If your area, California is crazy. I don't know where you live. But there is... A, oh, are you a track car? Because if you're a track car, there's an AM Infinity, and I have a harness here for the Coyote that can allow you to do sick stuff with that, like extract ridiculous power that you can't even get from the factory setup. But if you're a street-faring vehicle, you can do simple stuff like intake, head, and exhaust, and that will really pump it up very nicely. Or if, you, if you're bad, just crazy, there are supercharger kits you can bolt on and just unleash the beast to that 5.0. So it depends what you have. Let me know, and I can point you in the right direction. 
Cool Cab 75, BC, are you running electric on that Rolls Royce? Cool Cab, you, are you psychic? Who are you? Anyway, Cool Cab, that's the goal with that silver shadow. You know, those cars are really elegant. Those cars, in today's dollars, was like 249000 okay? They're beautiful, they're luxurious, the suspension is out of control. It's just, I go over speed bumps in a complex here like nothing, right? They're gorgeous, very elegant. You don't see them everywhere, but their engines suck. They're so unreliable. So imagine having an electric setup in that. Imagine having a Rolls Royce that has the reliability of an electric setup, nice and quiet. Instead of 200 horsepower, it's now five to 600 horsepower. Guys, just in due time, due time. Craft Motion, hello Richard. Richard from Craft and Motion is a very good friend. He used to work for AEM Induction with Chris. Now he's with TurboSmart. He's a, a talented photographer, a great enthusiast, and someone who's helped me quite a bit with my project. So I'm doing well. I was very sick a couple weeks ago, but now I am good. I am good indeed, you know? I have an SN95 Mustang project. Any ideas or suggestions would be great coming from you. Oh my God, I'm a dangerous person. No, should I even get into that? We need to hold, dedicate that tech to just to you alone because that's something that I feel that you can have a lot of fun with by all means, you know? Thank you so much for the, oh my God, all this love. I appreciate each and every one of you. BC, clean your lens. Okay, clean my lens. He says clean my lens. Let's see. I'm gonna do that right now. Give me a second. Let me see what I do. My lens is kind of hazy. I don't like that at all. Let's see what I can do to clean. I don't know if it's a filter from Instagram or if it's really a dirty lens. Let's see. That's better, right? I think. Let me know if it's still hazy or if it's still rubbing. I think it's a little cleaner now. So thank you so much for sure. You guys looking out for me. I appreciate that indeed. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay. Let's see here. Oh, thank you, Hutch Great 87. Appreciate the fire. Um, and for those of you who came in late, I was just going to show you that this amazing replica is a 164th model by Tetsuma, T-E-T-S-U-M-A. They're here on Instagram, and it's, look at that, the K3V. Oh, look at that. Look how sick that looks. It's just a perfect replica. It's just amazing. Look at that. It's so pretty. Just, so you can get it, you can have a piece of this historic electric vehicle. Um, and there are only very limited supplies of these. Please follow them on Instagram and he can be able to copy yours and have a good time indeed. It's pretty cool, right? Okay, let's see here. Oh my God, I'm missing so many comments. I'm so sorry, guys. I'm really slacking here. My apologies indeed. Um, Nogir, Nogir, how do you say it? Nugira Nuno says, Nigerians are insane doing these changes here, but if you become the best, insane congratulations. Thanks for the kind words. Yes, I am Nigerian. Um, I'm Igbo to be exact. My full name is Ndubisi, which means life is first, because people kept butchering my name, calling me Nudubisi, Mithubishi, Nubishi. I'm like, I'm just cut in half, and BC it is. And then when I went to the street races, which I don't condone, but I used to do that for many, many years, um, my nickname, BC Model, because my engines ran and ran and ran, never really had challenges. They're like, wow, BC's motors are good. BC Model, BC, BC. And it just you know, became a sticking thing. I know it sounds very Japanese. And I get that a lot, because people think I'm some older Japanese guy. I'm like, why, why am I an old Japanese guy? Well, because you have so many cars, and you've done so many things for a long time. And I'm like, okay, but I get it. But no, I'm Nigerian. Hello, Amin Loti, Lotfi. How do you say Lotfi? Yeah, good seeing you indeed. Thank you for joining this 206th episode of the Beast Mode Tech Tuesday. Happy late birthday. I'm here with Benny, says Nevin. Thank you so much for the kind of Benny, I said hi. My birthday was on the 6th. Last week, Thursday, so thank you so much. And I had a great birthday indeed. Jessica, I know she said, gave me this amazing present and just took me and the family around. It was just great. I just had a great birthday. It was so, it was so pleasant. I had a good time. Um, okay. Steel Cab, BC, did you pass? Oh my God, this keeps going. The new Tesla Gigafactory when you were in Austin. No, I didn't. So my Austin schedule was pretty tight. So I actually missed one day in Austin because, you know, with the whole COVID stuff going on, a lot of flights were canceled. So I had to stay in a hotel near LAX for the next day because my flights were just canceled all day. And when I got there, I arrived and went straight to the raceway. And from Coda, we had events back at the hotel and back the next day, early morning, I was in Coda again. So no, I didn't. But Austin looks pretty cool. Used to be a nice place that's pretty cost effective to live. Not anymore, not anymore. I mean, now with the whole Gigafactory, 
God, that's not having LA prices. I kind of feel bad for the guys. I kind of feel bad. Anyway, we knew the new FK8 engine is CRX. You know what? SV, you know who's working on that? Brian Gillespie. It's crazy. He's working on being able to transplant the K20C. I think he already did it. Shoot him a, a, a message here on Instagram. Shoot him, you know, email, something like that. I think he's already done it. I think he has, you know? Norega, I was asking, what are you going to do with that rose? Oh, I just said it. I'm going to electrify it. That's the goal. I have actually two of them. There's a green one in the corner there, and there's two-tone blue and silver right there, which is pretty cool. Fox Design says, thanks, BC. Likewise, also some Motor Mythbusters airs for us regular folks in general. Yes, on January 18th, it goes linear. So on Motor Trend, regular Motor Trend, you get to see all the episodes of Motor Mythbusters with myself, Tori, and Faye. And we had a blast. The cool thing about this new season of Mythbusters is it's really geared towards the automotive car culture, which is good, which all of us love, right? So all the myths have to do mostly with cars. Well, some birdness were there, but it still had to do with pooping on cars. But anyway, long story short, um, take a look. If you guys enjoy it, we'll come out with another season. So it, it was a blast filming, and hopefully you guys enjoyed as much as we enjoyed filming it. Hello, AAMR. Good afternoon. Good seeing you indeed. Oh my God, so much love here. Thank you so much, guys. Appreciate that. Thank you very much, Nicola. My car's my love, says MRTs. Hey, I love cars too. And I'm not, I can see behind, all around me, right? I'm not market specific. There's a Civic, Honda, Porsche, Rolls Royce, Nissan, Hyundai. I love cars. So just think of me as the Jay Leno of modifications. I love all type of cars. And Jay from self, He's not only a Porsche guy or a McLaren guy or a Ford guy. He loves, if you go to his, his I might as well call it a museum, his garage, there's, a, there's everything from motorcycles to bicycles to tanks. He just loves things that move. And I'm right there, but I like to modify them, which is pretty cool. Thank you so much, Ben French LA, my good friend Benny. Benny is just a great, great guy. So you see all these Porsches around me? You can thank or curse Benny for it. Ben French LA. This gentleman's from France, great individual, came to the United States with barely anything, made his money in the dot-com era. Um, I remember him telling me one of his first cars was a CRX, and then just like myself, and that's how he got into Hondas. And then um, I used to tune his race car. Um, he had this really cool EG, and quite well with it, and he graduated some Acuras and stuff, so I was a tuner for his cars, and he said, BC, he put me aside. This guy has my best interests at heart, always has. And I'm being a bad friend because I should really be in touch with him more. He's now in Arizona. He's no longer in California, but I should, have, I should really keep in touch with him because he's really impacted me positively. He said, BC, you have this knack for things automotive, and you're doing all these things with Hondas. Have you thought about doing Porsches? And I was like, uh, no, it's kind of out of my league. I don't even know. He's like, no, no, just, just, just do what you do with Hondas with Porsches. And I said, you know what, Benny? I will. So he encouraged me and pushed me towards going to the Porsche route. So I took my same mindset. You know, what you typically do, you take an engine that's unloved, and then you, you kind of address all the shortcomings and build a magnificent platform. I did that with Porsche. I looked in the Porsche world. What is the D-series equivalent? What's the F-series equivalent of an engine in the Porsche world? And it was an M96. So I found a roller shell of a Porsche 911, wide body, and then I sourced an M96 engine that was expired, and I addressed all the shortcomings, the sleeves, the IMS bearings, the, the, the rear main seal, and then reinforced everything, just like we do in a Honda world, right? Like, if we have an engine where the it cracks, we don't throw it away and say it's a crap engine, we, we address it. And I built this 771 horsepower setup. I mean, first time it went past 1,000, I almost killed myself on the side of the shop here, so I went from a twin you know, Honda, Honda head, right? I went from twin 67-millimeter turbos <laughs> down to 62s and down to 58s, and then it was manageable. It almost, I almost died over here with that thing. But thanks to Benny, I'm now in the Porsche world, and he encouraged me to do it, to use my expertise and my thought process to explore German cars. And look today, now we're building electric 935s and all kind of cool stuff. So thank you, Benny, for being a great friend and for being such a wonderful supporter of my cause and pointing me in the right direction. I appreciate that. ITB Kevin, we've been boys for a while and I still can't pronounce your last name, says Kevin. Kevin, shame on you. Kevin is a good friend of mine as well. He has 
man, this guy, talk about sleeper. If you see a black, dark, like almost dark gray, four-door EF, leave it alone. Because um, Kevin is sneaky. That thing is a sleeper, and it is freaking fast. So Kevin, great guy, hardcore enthusiast. Learned a lot from him as well. The guy's a jack of all trades. Um, he said he can't pronounce my name. Last name is Ezerioha, just like it's written. Ezerioha. Ezerioha. It's easy. It's like Smith. Easy, right? Anyway, thank you, Kevin, for being a great friend. I appreciate you indeed. Ah, Wellington, New Zealand's in the house, courtesy of 83TV. Thank you so much. Could you give uh, for YouTube channel name Life with Sherv and Ali? Well, Sherv and Ali, I wish you the best in your YouTube aspirations. It's a good opportunity to influence people and to do some great things, indeed. Have you ever done anything with a Porsche 904 M44 platform? No, P-Roll, I have not, unfortunately. Not this time. I've, not had, I've never owned one. I never had a client who was hardcore enough to allow us to do something. So, no, I have not. Um, I know some people, who, I've seen at the track people with LS swaps in them. I think I saw one S2000 swapping one. Um, I think a couple guys electrified them. But, no, I haven't had the opportunity to play with that quite yet, you know? What size turbos for twin trunk setup for the Acura C35 engine, Sanro, buggy, and engine? You want twins, eh? It depends. So with a Sanro, I know you want something very, very nice, fast, fun spooling, right? I would, on an engine that's a C35, a C-series, I'd probably put, I'm kind of crazy, stock motor, I would go as small as twin 48s. Um, if it was a built engine, I would go as robust as twin 54s or 57s. That's what I would do. And I like turbinetics, and I like precision. I like both of those. Um, if you want to make it simple, you can stay internally gated. If you want a little pizzazz, you can go external gates. Either way, I like using the controls from TurboSmart. So there you have it. Hello, El Gali. Thank you for joining. Oh, thanks for the love as well, Benny. You've been a positive influence on me. Were you driving at Coda? At Coda, I had a uh, Quadrifoglio, believe it or not. It was an uh, Alfa Romeo. Um, that was, the Julia was a lot of fun. It was blue, my favorite color, with bright, bright yellow, large carbon, carbon calipers. That thing was fun, and it had the whole DNA button, so it kind of changes the characteristics of the car with just a switch. It's almost like as you turn, you can go from tame to wild. It's like you're throwing engines out and replacing them electronically. It's just amazing how the characteristics of the car change from the sound to suspension to the feel of the steering wheel. It was just amazing. So yeah, I had a lot of fun with that. It was a petrol car, but still I had a blast. Oh, thank you so much indeed, KT01236. Appreciate you indeed. Thanks for joining my 206th episode of Bismol Tech Tuesday. I've been doing this for almost three years now, right? It's crazy. I missed a couple of them recently because it's been fitting quite well, but it's been, it's been a good journey indeed. I appreciate each and every one of you, you know? Okay. T1 is saying, BC, what advice would you give an engineer who's trying to get into automotive industry? Well, whether you're an engineering student or you're an engineer already graduated, I would intern. I would find companies in the marketplace that you're interested in and intern there. Whether it's you want to go into OEM, if you're in Southern California, wow, we have Hyundai, we have Honda, we have all these centers here. Oh, even if you want to get into the EV space, I heard that Karma has an opportunity for you to work there. Um, there's um, uh, um, Singer, which is here. Not Singer, the Porsche Singer, but Singer with C Zinger. They're here in Southern California. There's um, uh, Canoe in South Bay area as well. They're, this is like, it's crazy. So interning, going there, asking for an internship is a way to get your foot in the door. And when you excel, and I encourage you to do your best, they will easily absorb you. If you want to get into performance, by all means, same thing. Place like here, Bismoto, you can intern here. You can intern at different places that are very similar to ours and get your foot in the door to understand how the workings of that goes on in those companies. And it's very good because it gets your hands dirty and your feet wet, per se, and to see if it's something you really like. And if you excel, once again, those companies will be more than happy to absorb you and you can have a great time. My father always says, train people to leave you. Sounds weird, right? My father's very wise. And what he means by that is that you should put effort into people you work with, as much effort as possible, so that they can leave you. And have that mindset, not because you want them to go away, but you want to give them the best effort so they can also do great things and help others. And that's a mindset that I continue to have. 
and one that I encourage each and every one of you to have. Even me doing this today, I'm here to help, to give back, because when I came to America, I had a hard time getting assistance from people. I wanted to learn about cars. I just talked to you about Benny, how he helped me. That was unsolicited. He was just a good guy helping me out. And many times I want to modify my CRX. I'll go to shops. Could you help me with this? Could you help me understand what you're doing? And people just shunned me, didn't want to tell me. And John Consciaudi, the founder of AEM, took me on his wing, taught me the ropes, and I just took it from there and ran with it. So this is my way of doing the same thing, being there for someone, being the person I needed when I was younger. And I encourage each and every one of you to do the same. Thank you. It's Fully Built Engine 2, says GB Ketchup. I may have missed your comment, so please forgive me. Um, hello. Oh, 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 I think I messed someone up here. I think I messed someone up. Uh, we be at a shop all day? Not all day. I have so many errands to run. I'll be running in and out, so I won't be here all day at all. Plus, we're being very so, you know, it's, I don't know where you guys are, but in SoCal, this, this virus is going rampant. So I'm trying to limit the people that I interact with and see, because it's just been, it's been crazy. You know, we need to be really safe and social distance properly until this pandemic goes to blazes. It's getting out of control, indeed. It's just crazy, indeed. Hello, show car builder. Thanks for joining my 206th episode of Visible Tech Tuesday. Hi, I am Adepo Just Standard. Good seeing you. Um, when you're free, let me know when Rivian is coming to Georgia. You know when Rivian is coming to Georgia? I do not know that. I don't. I thought they were just chilling out there in the beautiful area of Detroit, Michigan. Anyway, I've learned by myself, mostly the internet, books, and my dad says, Ashton Campbell, yeah, you're fortunate. Now, bear in mind that I'm really, don't let this, I'm really old school. Um, I started racing my CRX in 1994. Some of you probably weren't even born then. So 1994. So back then, there was no internet. There was no eBay. There was no Amazon. All the things that we take for granted, there's none of them. E.M. Dipra, thank you. Love you as well. Um, we didn't have those. We had books that were mostly hot-running books from the domestic automobiles. So I remember the only import book I read at the time, which is near and dear to me, was the um, Honda Performance Handbook. And they had information from like Oscar Jackson from the 70s and Mugen, what they did. Um, but the books that I had to turn to were like How to Build Horsepower, Volumes 1 and 2 by David Vizard, um, some Power Secrets from Smokey Eunuch. Those are the things I had to read and apply those learnings to our import vehicles. I remember the first valve springs I had for my CRX were domestic valve springs, domestic inner valve springs. You know, some domestic cars have twin or triple valve springs. I'll take an inner one that was stiffer than my factory, and that was my aftermarket valve spring for my single cam D series. So we had to use what we learned. And I remember, guys, you may not know this, we, many of you take sleeving for granted. Do you know who invented the sleeving process for Hondas? Mike Coftree, bless his soul. He was an employee at Benson's in Santa Ana. And I met him as a machine shop guy. He told me about this. I'm like, that is pretty cool. His boss, um, who is now still sleeving, really discouraged. I wanted him to just work on domestic stuff, that import stuff was garbage. And fast forward today, Benson ended up being a leader in that, right? But Mike invented the very first, I remember him sleeping one of the first blocks for me and it just leaked water because he's like, I know what to do. Let me put JB1 on the bottom of the sleeve and press it in. He just thought that pressing it in, it was sealed properly. The guy was just a genius. He's no longer with us. God, he, he would be so proud seeing how far we've come all this time. What a great guy. But um, yeah. I was witness to that kind of environment. I was part of that whole creative process back in the day. And fast forward today, adopter play systems, HTB, HDs, that came from yours truly. I mean, it's been, it's been great to be a pioneer and to create things that never existed. And then to see how great they can take off and how it can help an entire marketplace. Ah, Jim Kinsler, another you know, amazing mentor of mine, um, was big on ITBs, um, you know, like a competitor for Hillborn for domestics. And he made the very first Honda ITB for me. It's upstairs in my mezzanine. I, have the, I should bring it next Tech Tuesday. I'll bring it down. You see the very first Honda Kinsler. And thanks to Scott, who's an advocate for me at Kinsler, I convinced them to make the Honda ITB. And look now, anyone who's anyone in all motor runs Kinsler's. And that came from BC Model. How cool is that? 
I miss Mike too, Alex. I, I do. What a great guy. I, I miss. Ah, I'm Deepra from India. Thank you for joining indeed. Appreciate that. Uh, I see that um, DY6. Appreciate that. Hello, I'm Randilla. Oh, very difficult name. I thought my name was hard. I'm great. Im How do you say your name? Imra Ladayo Latifa. <laughs> there you go. I tried. Hopefully I didn't butcher it. Now I know how other people feel when they butcher my name. Way before Honda says Dan Solis. Who was way before Honda? I may, I may have missed that, you know? Do you have pistons and rods for just our boost build in stock? I don't have it in stock, but I can get it in a day. So write to me here on Instagram, and I'll give you a smashing deal of pistons and rods. And I, when I say pistons, not just pistons, it'll be a complete set of pistons, pins, locks, and rings. With any bore size that you need within reason, I can make it happen fairly quickly, my friend. Mike, what? Yep, Mike Coftree was his name. Very, very good guy. I mean, I miss him a lot. You missed my comment, says Sager, understandably. Are there any companies that companies that make electrical power units? Electrical power units? Now, do you mean for mobility solutions? And if so, yes. There are quite a few companies. There's a Hyper 9 company that makes the Hyper 9 motors. There's also uh, Cascadia, they're in the Pacific Northwest. They also make electric motors in-house. Um, our friends from Karma, they also have their own sources, which is proprietary to them. So yes, there are quite a few. And if you want to work for companies like that, um, Cascadia was originally, you know, Borg Warner. You remember the first Tesla roasters? If you look at the motors on it, it says Borg Warner. Yes, the same Borg Warner that makes turbos, but they kind of rebranded and called themselves on the EV space Cascadia motion and uh, they now have inverters and motors they make in house so hopefully that is what you're speaking of hello Saeed he calls me uh, Mr. Black okay I'll take it I'm good thank you for asking um, yes oh my god so much love here thank you Wazari appreciate that I need a turbo and cooler for a tractor are you doing any farming with that tractor I can help you with that too. Just let me know what you need and what type of fuel you're running and we can make it happen. Hello, 3SME. Thank you so much for joining me this Tech Tuesday. And once again, I'll be remiss without showing you this because I'm, so I'm so proud of this. By Tetsuma, 164 scale of the car right behind me. Launching soon, just letting you guys know, it's gonna be a blast. Um, follow them and once it's available, I'll make an announcement on my site because I have a limited supply and they would too. Hello, baby girl Priscilla. Thank you for joining. Thank you, 3SME. Love you as well. Appreciate the kind words. Where are you from, says Imran. I am Nigerian. I'm from West Africa. My tribe is Igbo. I speak Igbo fluently. And came here to study engineering and ended up staying. That's my story. What brand of what brand do you run on your bills? Do I run Turbo? I run Precision, Turbonetics. Those are two I run. Can I intern for you? Yes, day three, Mace, yes you can. Send me a sh very nice, concise resume to lab, L-A-B, lab, at bcmoto.com. If you have what it takes, you can come by, have some fun, and if we love what you're about, I absorb you post-haste. I'm very curious to what you can do, and we can make things happen. We parse 24 thank you so much. Greetings! One grande to you, my good friend, Big John. For those of you who know Big John, oh, how much time do I have? Let me tell you guys a story about Big John. And John, I'm going to embarrass you, okay? Because you never answered my question. So I'm going to embarrass you properly. Big John is someone who I met in the 90s. I had a race with this one guy. His name is Tom Young. He's a friend now, but was a mortal enemy back in the day. They wanted to race me for the title of the fastest single cam on the streets. On motor, of course, right? So back in the day, we used to set up races on AOL. Yes, AOL chat rooms. So this race came up. It's supposed to be a very small race out in Wilmington. So we go to this industrial desolate place about 11 p.m. at night to race, and it is packed. It's supposed to be a small race, right? But now it's packed. They look at my car. I look at theirs. Fuel injected. Look at mine. I'm carbureted. I have my, you know, twin McCoonies. And he's like, hey, man, let's race for five grand. I'm like, what? Five grand? Now, I'm a student, right? I have never even seen five grand in one place. And they want to race me for $5,000. This is $5,000 in 90s. 
If we go by fuel prices then, that's equivalent to almost 15 grand, more than, like 20 grand now, right? Because gas then was like a dollar or so, dollar 30 per gallon, and now it's like $5. So it's like equivalent to almost 20 grand in today's money, right? I'm like, I can't do that. What happens? This guy comes up to me. John, he says, hey man, I got you. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I got you. And he gave me $5,000 to race. I'm like, I can't. He's like, no, no, it's cool. Just do your thing. So what do we do? I'm fine, Jacqueline. How are you? We line up. They're doing their burnout, 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 burnout on the street. I'm like, I know what heat does to an engine and really creates an environment where you have less dense mixture. So I don't, I don't even start my car. They do all that crazy burnout. People on the hood. Push. Do you remember that? They're pushing the hood back and forth in the fender, trying to get them to burn out. They're laying stuff down on track. I'm just chilling. When they're done there with their extravagance, I start my car, do a clean dry hop to get all the pebbles off my tires, and we stage. We get flagged. I think Kareem was flagging us, and Lucky Mike was at the end of the track. Point, point, and we go. The guy leaves me, like kills me out the hole. He's gone. I'm spinning first, normal beastie fashion. Hit second, catch up, hit third, pass him, fourth, done. I won. I won $10,000 that night. $5,000 that we put down and $5,000 at the end. And when I came back, I like, John, like, here's the money. He took back his five grand and said, you keep the other five. What a great guy. Now, John, my question for you, I'm going to embarrass you. You were a teenager. How did you have $5,000 in your pocket just walking around street races? Why, why won't you ask that question? Tell me how and why did you have $5,000 cash in your pocket? Who does that? It just happened that you, did you have more? Did you side bet? Did you make even more money that night? That's why five grand was nothing. How do you have that? I know. Thank you, Christo. I appreciate that. Hello. Good evening, Flo. Good seeing you, too. I live that story. See, Alex was there. James, my good friend, James Africa. I met James in 1993 at Circuit City. James, were you there that night? Alex was there, but I don't know if you were there that night. John, answer me. How did you have $5,000 in your pocket walking around? Cybex, ECU says use Gangster 11. I, I like it. Cybex is good, especially when tuning Lambos. They have a very good system for Lambos. I like Cybex. Um, I'm a huge advocate of AEM Infinity, but they don't make applications for, you know, some of the exotics. So when it comes to that, you know, it was good. Oh, James was in there. James was in there. So James, you missed out. It was pretty good. James, you got me into racing, actually, because James used to have this very clean RX-7, vintage, on Epsilons. Oh, you're into pharmaceuticals. Okay. Street pharmacy or proper pharmaceuticals? Anyway, John, finally, I got an answer from him. It took me years. It took me almost two decades to get an answer from John. Over two decades, right? My God, we've known each other for a long time. Over two decades to get an answer from John. So, John, thank you so much for sharing that with me. He was selling some ooey, <laughs> some milk and cookies. <laughs> wow, John, that's great. Guys, I'm telling you, this is, if I ever make a movie about my life, that's going to be a pivotal point. I mean, John coming up with just five grand, like here. Here's five grand. Do your race. And they count you five grand, just crisp bills. And, uh, you know, usually you expect, you know, him to, you know, maybe take back the whole ten and give me like a grand. Like, here you go, have fun. He had me keep the winnings and he took his money back. Knowing John, he had some, you and Taryn probably had some side bets going on. You probably made 30 grand that night. I don't know. Who knows? We'll never know. We'll never know indeed. Thank you, Jacqueline98. Appreciate that. <laughs> I really do. But we had a good time racing. It was, it was a blast. We had a good time indeed. Hello, Dwayne Import Life. Like your screen name. Appreciate you joining my 206th episode of Bismo Tech Tuesday. We're talking racing. We're talking, you know... 164 scale Porsches, we're talking about modifications, electric Rolls Royces, pistons and rods, the opportunities for internships. We're talking about all kind of cool stuff. Yep, Nick, great motor likes it. He says street pharmaceutical. Yep, he is probably a street pharmacist. Who knows? But he was right, a teenager walking around with five grand. I don't know teenagers now doing that. That's pretty hardcore. I do in racing these days. Noah Rick, um, I, I love racing. It, it's my passion. It's a great, not that I, I have a need for speed. I, I just see it as the best way to realize my creations and improve on them. I love racing a lot. And um, I just don't. With a business, it's tough. 
with what I have going on in my personal life is tough. Um, I have an opportunity to race in Arizona this coming weekend, but I have some things to do with the kids, so I will not be doing that. Um, thank you. Love all the topics, says um, No Haven. So I just haven't raced in a while. It's a great stress reliever for me. I love racing. I love drag racing. I got into road racing, which is amazing. In my guy, yeah, Electric Rose Royce. That's the goal for that one right there, and there's another green one in the corner over there. Uh, is such a great guy to listen to. Thank you, Make Great Motoring. Appreciate the kind words indeed. Melissa Moon, appreciate that. Have you ever played Forza? I'm way behind on my consoles. No, I haven't. You know, and it's so sad because Microsoft's been kind enough to give me quite a few um, consoles, but I really haven't. No, I haven't. I just don't have much time to do that kind of stuff, you know? How does one convert a car from gas to electric? Well, this is a perfect example right here. You pretty much got everything. Take everything petrol out. You find an electric motor of your choice. Some people use Nissan Leaf motors. Some people use Hyper 9 motors. Some people use Tesla units. Um, AEM, EV, when we sell their controllers here, they have controllers to allow you to control the aforementioned setups that I just mentioned a moment ago. You use Cascadia motors, and you pretty much make mounts to, 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 to adapt the electric motor to your chassis of choice. You have the controller that allows you to control the important parameters of the engine itself, of the motor itself. You, of course, need batteries, and ideally, because most cars are quite all over the place, a modular set of battery packs are very good. Those are the most expensive and the heaviest part of the build. Um, you have to have a proper cooling system for the inverter. That's part of the conversion of DC to AC to allow your AC motors to work properly. I'm being very elementary here, so forgive me for all you engineers who really know what's going on. I'm a huge advocate of using um, certain devices to allow you to balance cells. So um, it's known as a battery management system, or BMS, and that allows you to limit how much you pull from the batteries, keep your batteries safe and balanced so each cell can be within the same spec for each other to allow for longevity and safety. And with that, you can have a very interesting uh, digital potential meter style throttle input. And there you have controller. You have an onboard charger. So you know the chargers in the wall, that's really just a safety device to put electricity into your car, but these electric cars have chargers on board and those chargers convert the AC current into DC for your batteries to be charged up. So with all that, you can be cost effective if you scavenge wrecking yards and do a lot of work yourself, or it can be quite expensive as you get new components uh, and outsource the fabrication. So yeah, it can be done, and people are doing it. Nowadays, it's almost a two-year wait for many shops to even do a conversion for you. So yeah, it's been, it's been pretty good. Pretty good time indeed. Well guys, I'm getting a red sign. Um, so I must depart. I appreciate all of you joining me on this amazing Tech Tuesday. I appreciate all the love from all of you from all across the globe. Thanks so much for allowing me to be there for you as I needed someone like myself when I was growing up. Please stay safe. I will have the excerpts on YouTube, so if you haven't, you can leave here and go and sign up for the BC Moto YouTube page. Hit that subscribe button and smash that notification button as well, so whenever I put something up, you can get alerted. And if you want to listen to me live, whether my voice is pleasant or annoying to you, you have the opportunity to listen through your favorite podcast networks. Anchor, Spotify, Our Radio, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Podbean, you name it, just type it B-I-S-I-M-O-T-O, -O, and I come up, and you'll be able to listen. So guys, thank you so much. Have a pleasant day. Blessings to you as well, team and Ashley Campbell. Look forward to seeing you same time next week. Take care, everyone. Cheers. Bye-bye.